Shalom to all. Today's office is Naf We are starting three lines from the top with the brand new Mishnah. Today's office is sponsored in honor of the art site of Maurice Shamun, Moshe ben Shimon, his Neshama should have an Aliyah. Now we already know that one has to be registered to a carbon Pesach. How many people are allowed to register to one carbon Pesach? As many kizesim of edible parts there are in the carbon Pesach. And we're going to see that one can actually register for a certain part. I want the ribs, I register for the flanken, and if you woke up too late, you might have to register for the sinews, not very tasty. And the Mishnah tells us, any part of a shar hagadol, of a fully grown ox, which is edible, that's it would be eaten in a gedi harach, which is referring to a goat which is eight days old, the youngest age the carbon Pesach is allowed to be. So if it's edible in a fully grown ox, it's edible in the carbon Pesach, which means you could register for it. And the shoulder blades and the cartilage of the animal is included in this also. And the Gemara asks right away, Rabbi Rami, he asks a seeming steer in our Mishnah. Tanan, the first part of Mishnah says, Anything that's edible in a fully grown ox is edible in this young carbon Pesach. But if it's not edible, that implies that you cannot use it as part of the registration for the carbon Pesach. But what does the end of the Mishnah say? The shoulder blades and the cartilage are included. These things are not edible in a Shara Gadol. They're way too hard. You can't eat them. Rabbi answers, and this is really what our Mishnah is saying. Anything which is edible in a fully grown ox, it's edible in the Karim Pesach. But if it's not edible, then you cannot register for it as part of the Karim Pesach. Another time it says, Even the shoulder blades and other cartilage of the Karim Pesach, one can register for it. That's because if you cook it for a very long time, it's going to be edible. Rav Amr, he says, Our Mishnah is teaching us, What are these? And this is how to read it. Anything which could be eaten in a fully grown ox, if it's cooked for a very long time, could be eaten in the carbon Pesach when it's roasted. And what are those parts that we're talking about? The shoulder blades and other cartilage. Anything which is edible as part of a large ox, if it's cooked for a long time, it could be eaten in this carbon Pesach when it's roasted. And what are those parts? And the brass concludes, the soft sinews are just like meat, and one can register for them. Itmar, we have memra. What about sinews that are going to eventually get hard? Right now they're soft, but eventually, as this animal grows older, they're going to get hard, such as sinews in the neck. Rabbi Yechonamar, he says, One can register for them. Rish Lakishamar, he says, One is not allowed to register for them. Rabbi Yechonamar, he says, One's allowed to register for them. Buster, hashtag, linen. We go following here and now, and right now they're edible, so therefore one can register for them. Rish Lakishamar, he says, You're not allowed to register for them. We follow what's going to be at the end. And since they're eventually going to get hard, they're already considered not edible now. The Brisa had said, And what are those parts? What do we see from here? It's only these parts, the shoulder blades and the cartilage, but the sinews that will eventually get hard, that is something that one is not allowed to register for. The Brisa only said, but it's also referring to the sinews that are eventually going to get hard. Why is it that we're allowed to register for the Rashi Kenafayim and the Sechusim? Because in a fully grown ox, if you cook them for a long time, they're edible. So these also, meaning these sinews that will eventually harden, if you cook them for a long time in a fully grown ox, they're going to be edible, so therefore you could register for them also.
And we continue with this. When you come to Rabavo, Rami Lay ask him the following question. Did Rabbi really say that these sinews that will eventually harden are allowed to be counted as part of the registration for the Karma Pesach? That means that we follow the here and now, what its status is right now. We have the skin of a young calf. Is it going to be Makabal Tomer or not? We know that the only types of food that are Makabal Tomer is something that's edible. Now, this head skin of a young calf is edible now if it's cooked for a long time. But later, as the cow gets older, it's not going to be edible. So, is it going to be Makabal Tomer right now? But Amrlai and Rabbi Yechonon told him, It's not Matame. Alma Basar Basayfazin. We said that we follow the end result. And since in the end it's going to be too hard and it's not going to be edible, so already now it's not considered like food. So, we see Rabbi Yechonon doesn't say Basar Hash Dazlinan. He goes Basar Basayf. Amrlai, Rabbi Vo told Rabbi Oven when he was asked this question, the Ramalacha, whoever asked you this question, he doesn't care about his flour, meaning he doesn't care what he puts in his millstone. He just threw this question at you without thinking about it. Why is that? Rabbi Yechner already was chayzer, who already retracted his opinion and agreed to Rish Lakish. And he had told him, Don't pester me, don't ask me a question because I actually learned this in Lashen Yachid. What does that mean? As part of this discussion between Rabbi Yechner and Rish Lakish, which really takes place in Meseches Chulin, Rabbi Yechner had brought a Mishnah as a proof, but later retracted it, saying that the Mishnah is actually Das Yachid, and therefore he agreed to Reish Lakesh. So we see the Rabbi Yechon was Chayzer, and therefore Rabbi Yechon's question isn't really a question. And we already know that there's an Isra of Shviras Etzem of breaking a bone of a carbon Pesach. And now the Mishnah is going to elaborate on that. Hashabras Etzem of Pesach Atar, someone that breaks a bone of a Tahar carbon Pesach, Hariz he gets 40 Malkas. Aval Hamaisa Batar, someone that leaves over meat of a Tahar carbon Pesach, Vashaver Batame, or he breaks the bones of a Tame carbon Pesach, in a Lekas he does not get 40 Malkas. And now the Gemara explains, Bishleim Hamaisa Batar, I can understand. If he leaves over meat of a Tahar carbon Pesach, he's not going to get Malkas, the Tanya says in the Braisa. The Pasuk says, Loisus Yermenuad Biker, you are not allowed to leave over from it until the morning. By a nicer menuad biker, someone that does leave over the Karm Pesach until the morning, it has to be burned. The Pesach is coming to give us an assay after Lois assay, Lemur to say, Shein Loika that you're not going to have Malkas, Div Rabbi Huda, that's Rabbi Huda's opinion. This is called a lav hanita glase. You have a lav, usually if a person is over a lav, he does what he's not allowed to do, he's going to get Malkas. However, when you have an assay that follows it immediately, so therefore that is a lav hanita glase. The lav has been removed to now the status of an assay. So you are over the Lois assay of leaving meat over. However, as long as you do the assay, you burn it, so then you're not going to get malchus. It's a lav hanita glase. Whereas Rabbi Yaakov Eimer, he says, That's not the reason. That's a lav shame by Misa. ain't like an olive, and you're not going to get malchus for that. Lav shame by Misa is that you didn't have to do anything to be over this lav. You kind of just sat there and you let the meat stay over. So that's not a lav that you're going to get malchus for. But now, how do we know that if you break the bones of a tame carbon pesach, that you're not going to be chai for breaking the bone? Dhamma Karl says, You shall not break any bones in it. By the kosher of live apostle. By means in it, only if it's a kosher carbon pesach, but not if it's a pasal carbon pesach. And Tanar Abanan, we have a brai saw, you're not allowed to break any bones in it. By the kosher of live apostle. The Isra is breaking the bones of a kosher carbon pesach and not a pasal carbon pesach. Rebbe Oimer, Rebbe says, it shall be eaten in one house. And then the Pasuk says, you're not allowed to break any bones. Anything which can be eaten, that has an Isra. There's no Isra of breaking a bone if you can't eat it. Now we've just seen that the Cham hold that the Isra of breaking a bone is if it's kosher or not Pasal, whereas Rebbe holds that the Isra is if it's edible and not if it's not edible. And my now, what's the difference between their opinions? Amr Rebbe he says, and he is the first of eight opinions. 
Pesach Haba Batum Ikabaneo. The difference is if we have a Karm Pesach that was brought Batumma, the majority of cholesterol is Tame, so therefore we brought the Karm Pesach. Lamanda Amar Kashar Korn to the Tana Kabbat has to be Kashar paid Dalad Amavis on top high Pussel. This is Pussel. But Lamanda Muroyla Achila, according to Rebbe, that has to be Royal Achila. Hainami Royal Achila. This is Royal Achila. When the Karm Pesach is brought Batumma, everyone eats it. So therefore, according to Rebbe, there would be an Isra Shriasa Etzem. Whereas now we have our second opinion. Rebbe Yasef Amar, he says, no. Kiai Gavna de Kuli Alma Aim Bemishim Shriasa Etzem. Everyone would agree that there is no Isra Shriasa Etzem over here. The Rebbe Lakuli Kaasi. Rebbe is just coming to be Mako. He's not coming to be Machmir. And Vahai, how Pussel who? This is Pussel. Even though it could be eaten, it's still considered a Karma Pesach Pussel. So Ella Haisle Shasa Kesher Venifsel Ekebenayu. Nomachlikis is when it had a Shasa Kesher, it was fit to be eaten. The Avoida was done and it was Kesher. And then it became Pussel afterwards. That's the Machlikis. Lamadam or Kesher according to the Tanakama. Ha Kesher who? It's still Kesher, meaning the Avoida was done and it was Kesher. Now it became Pussel. It's still considered Kesher though. But Lamadam or Roy Lachila according to Rebbe that it's Roy Lachila. Ha Hashalav Roy Lachila who? Right now it's not Roy Lachila because it's Pussel and therefore there would be no Isser Shriasa Atem. Abai Omer he says, and this is the third opinion. There would not be an issue of breaking the bones in that case. My time, why is that? Right now it's possible. The Homachlik says whether or not you're allowed to break a bone, meaning Erev Pesach. This is a Kasher Karam Pesach. According to Rebbe, it has to be Roy Lachila. Right now you're not able to eat it because Erev Pesach is not Pesach at night. Where's Mesfei? Now we ask a question on this. Rebbe Eimer, he tells us as follows. A person could register for the carbon Pesach because he's going to eat the marrow of the head, otherwise known as the brain, but not because he's going to eat the marrow in the thigh bone. That's the coolest, the thigh bone. Why is it that he could register for the marrow of the head? That's because he could drag it out. He could pull it through the nose so he doesn't have to break the head. However, the thigh bone he would have to break. If you're going to tell me that you're allowed to break the bones during the day, so we should break the thigh bone during the day and take out its marrow and then a person could register for that also so he tells you that no according to you even once it becomes dark meaning once it's Pesach night we still could have an idea of how to register for the marrow of the thigh bone why don't we take a hot coal put it on the thigh bone and then burn a hole in it and then we could take out the marrow and therefore we could register for the marrow of the thigh bone we have a brayso if someone burns a bone of the carbon Pesach, or he cuts one of the sinews, there is no problem to break the bone. So, what can we say? Why is it that we don't make this suggestion? He explains, because we're afraid that if you put a coal on the bone, it's going to crack the bone, and then you're going to be over Shvira Sa'atzem. Rav Amr, he says, because you're going to cause a loss of Kachim to come Masadle you're causing a loss with your own hands. Perhaps by putting the coal on the bone, you're going to burn too much through the bone, and then you're going to end up burning some of the marrow, and therefore you cause a loss for kachim with your own hands. So even Erev Pesach, technically you should be allowed to break the bones. We're afraid that if we allow you to break the bone Erev Pesach, then you're going to end up breaking the bone Pesach at night to try to get the marrow out, and then you're going to be Ivan Isser. So therefore, according to Rebbe, technically you're allowed to break it Erev Pesach, but we say that you're not allowed to because we're afraid you're going to run into some sort of mishap. Whereas now we're at our fourth answer of Papa Amar. He says, Everyone agrees that there is an Isser Shvira Sa'etem in this case when we're talking about Erev Pesach. My time, why is that? Because in the evening, it will be fit for eating. So therefore, even according to Rebbe, there's going to be an Isser Shvira Sa'etem. They're arguing about an Aver, 
about a limb of the Karm Pesach that partially left Yerushalayim. We know that you're not allowed to take the Karm Pesach out of Yerushalaym. And over here, he brought half of the limb outside by accident, and then he quickly turned back. Madam or Kasher, according to the Tanakhama, HaKasher, who part of the limb is still Kasher, so there's still an Isar, Shviyas Atzim. Umandam or Achila, but according to Rebbe, there has to be Royal Achila, Hailav Bar Achila, who this part of the limb that went out of Yerushalayim, that is not Royal Achila anymore, so therefore, that part of the limb would not have an Isar, Shviyas Atzim. Kitanyu with Mabrasa, Rabbi Shmal Benesha, Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon, he says, if we have a limb that partially went out of Yerushalayim and then you broke it, there is no Israel. Whereas now we're at our fifth opinion. He says, Everyone would agree that that case has no Israel. This Aver is puzzle. It was partially brought out, so the whole limb is considered puzzle. The whole difference is breaking the bone of the Karim Pesach when it's only partially roasted. has to be this is still kosher. There's nothing wrong with this karm pesach. According to the Rebbe, that has to be royal achilo. Right now, you can't eat it. It's only partially roasted. It has to be fully roasted. So therefore, there's no isra shvias etzim over there. Where Rav Nachman Yitzchakomer he says, and this is our sixth opinion. Of course, there would be an isra shvias etzim in that case. My time, why is that? It's still fit for eating. All you have to do is fully roast it, and then you could eat it. Their whole difference is whether or not there's an isra of breaking the tail. This is like the fatty tail. Is there an issue of breaking that? Mandam or kasher. According to Tanakama, it has to be kasher or kasher. This is kasher. Mandam or royal achila. According to Rebbe, it has to be fit for eating. Hayin or royal achila. This is not considered royal achila. The aliyah legvaya salka. You take the aliyah, you take the tail, and you put it on mizbeach. So that's not royal achila. So therefore, there would be no issue or shvias etzim of the tail. Whereas Rav Ashi Yamar, he's our seventh opinion. He says, Kolke gavna vade ain by mishum shvias etzim. Everyone would agree, even Tanakama would agree, that there's no issue or shvias etzim. The ha vade ain this is not Royal Lachila at all, even though the Tanakama says it doesn't have to be Royal Lachila, it still has to be something that we eat. So, Ella Aver Shein all of Kazai's Basar Ikabeneo, their whole machlekes is whether or not we have a limb that doesn't have a Kazai's of meat on it. Lamadamar Kasher, Kortamadamar Kasher, Hakasher, who this limb is still Kasher, and therefore there's an Isra Shvias Adam. Lamadamar Royal Lachila, according to Rebbe, has to be Royal Lachila, but Inon Shir Achila Veleka. We have to have a Shir Achila, and we don't have a Shir Achila, we don't have a Kazai's of Basar on it. Or Zervin Amar, he is the eighth and final opinion, Kolke Gavno. There is no shvirat se'atzim in that case. To be in shirachila, we have to have a shirachila, and we don't even have a kazais of meat on this. We're talking about a limb that doesn't have a kazais of meat where you want to break it, but it has a kazais of meat in a different place on the limb. According to the Tanakh, it has to be kasher. Hakasher, who this limb is still kasher. According to Rebbe, it has to be royal achila. It has to have a shirachila in the place where you want to break it, and over here the place. Where we want to break it is completely empty, has a kazais of meat at the other end of the limb. However, over here it doesn't, so therefore there would be no iser of shvirah sa'atzem. And now, Tani Kabrami and I, we have a brass that teaches like four of these eight opinions. The Tani, we have a brass. Rebbe Oimer, he says, the Pasuk tells us, and one house that has to be eaten, and no breaking bones in it. He's only chayv for breaking the bones of a kasher karm pesach and not a pasal karm pesach. If it had a point in time where it was fit to eat, but it became pasal, right at a time where you want to eat it, there is no Isar Shriya Sa'atim, and that's a Rabbi Yosef's opinion, which is the second opinion. Yeshba Shira Khila, Yeshba Mishum Shriya Sa'atim. 
If it has a shir on it, it has a kazas of meat on it, then there's an iser of breaking bones. If not, then there is no iser. This is either lefir of vina or lefir of ashi, the eighth or seventh opinions. If it's meant to be put on the mizbech, then there is no iser of atem. That is of Nachum Bar Yitzchak, the sixth opinion. Only at a point in time where you could eat it, then there's an iser of atem. However, if it's air of Pesach and it's not Bishasachilo, then there is no iser of atem, and that's like a bayi, which is the third opinion. And now further analyzing something that we just mentioned. Itmar, We have a limb, it does not have a kazais of meat in the place where you want to break it, but it has a kazais of meat somewhere else along the limb. Rabbi Yechidamar, he says, It still is usher to break this limb. It's not usher to break the limb. Rabbi Yechidamar asks, It says in the Pasuk, you're not allowed to break a bone. And the Brasa tells us, This is applies whether or not there's a kazais of meat on this limb. Now, my ain't all of kazais busser. What does that mean that there isn't a kazais of meat on the limb? Elam, if you want to say the ain't all of kazais busser, klal, it doesn't have a kazais of meat at all. Why would there be an iser of breaking it? It doesn't have any meat on it. It must be that this is what the Bryce is saying, Rabbi Yechanan says. Whether it has a kazais of meat in this place where you want to break it, and whether we're talking about a limb that does not have a kazais of meat in this place where you want to break it, but it does have a kazais of meat in a different place along the limb. It's still usher to break. So this is a question on Rish Lakesh. Amalei Rish Lakesh told him, Pehe Amalaf on the top, Lloyd. That's not what the Bryce is saying. Hachikamar, this is what it's saying. Echad etzim sheishal of kazais basar machots. Whether we're talking about a bone that has a kazais of meat on the outside, Vechad etzim sheinal of kazais basar machots. Or it does not have a kazais of meat on the outside, Vyeshal of kazais basar mbifnim. But it does have a kazais of meat on the inside, meaning it has marrow, the makam shvira. But we're talking about in the place where you're breaking it. However, if in the place where you're going to break it, it doesn't have a kazais on the outside or even a kazais of marrow, then there would be no iser. Vatanyan, we have a brysa. That's my sister, boy. You're not allowed to break any bones in it. This is talking about a bone that has marrow in it. And even a bone that does not have any marrow in it, it's usher to break. So then what am I going to learn from the Pasuk? That you should eat the meat on that night. That's talking about the meat that's on top of the bone. Maybe that means you're actually allowed to eat the meat that's inside the bone, meaning that you're allowed to break the bones of the Karim Pesach in order to eat the marrow. So then what would I do with the Pasuk that you're not allowed to break any bones? That's talking about a bone that does not have any marrow in it. But a bone that has marrow in it, you'd be allowed to break it and eat the marrow. And don't be surprised about such a drasha. We could have an assay that's the assay of eating the marrow is going to be of don't break it. When it says in the Pasuk, don't break any bones in it, but that's a Pasuk that's said about Pesach Sheni, that you're not allowed to break any of the bones in the Pesach Sheni. Why do we have to have the Pasuk? We already say by Pesach Sheni, you have to do like all the laws of the carbon Pesach, meaning the Pesach Sheni has to be exactly like the first carbon Pesach. So we already know that you're not allowed to break the bones of the carbon Pesach Sheni. So why is it that we have to repeat the Pasach of the Etzim Layish Brubai by Pesach Sheni? Hava Oimer must be that it's teaching us whether it's a bone that has marrow or a bone that does not have marrow, there is an Isser of breaking that bone. So Ishlakish is telling us that we learned from this very long Brisa that there's an Isser of breaking the bone of the Karim Pesach, whether it has marrow or if it doesn't have marrow. However, that Isser only applies, Rish Lakish says, if we have a kazais of meat where you want to break it, that's either a kazais of marrow inside the bone or a kazais of meat on the outside of the bone, but that's only if you want to break it on that spot. But if the spot that you want to break it does not have any marrow and does not have any meat on the outside, then there would be no Isser of Shriya Sa'atzim. We're going to pick up with more questions on this tomorrow. However, for 
now, everyone should have a wonderful day.